doesn't pop up anymore. Well, you can get a medication for that. Hey guys, and welcome to Behind the Bunker here, episode 200, uh, sorry, 417, podcast number 281. That's good. My name is Todd Ansich. Thank you very much for joining me. And uh, some of my other friends I have, Gavin Schreiber from Turo Tech Industries. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here, and I'm so excited. Look at me. I am just busting with enthusiasm because this is going to be, well, let's just say it's going to be a show. <laughs> it's exactly what it's going to be. It's going to be a show. <laughs> it's going to be a show. A show about paintball. And uh, Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. And greetings and thanks for tuning in to Behind the Bunker tonight. I have a new headset and combination integrated microphone just like when we went from safety glasses or, or, or goggles to an inter- integrated face mask like JT Whippersnapper. Joe, look to your yes. left, quick. Oh, I'm still talking. Look and to, to your right. right. I can still talk and <laughs> do stuff. I haven't dropped the sound. It's good. I've Someone got hands-free te- communication. Here. We have something to show you guys later. I'll talk a little bit about it later, but that's just what it is. It's the um, Tipman or GI Sports Reloader M, M for MAGFED. I just put that acronym at the end because I think it's awesome. It should be the Reloader M for MAGFED. There you go. You heard it first. Pew, pew. I wanted to tag Seb there, but... Seb, Seb, Seb. And uh, Josh Zubizabrukas. Yeah, hello. And uh, yet again this week... Aiming real low at mediocre. Mediocre. That's still setting the bar pretty high. So, guys, yeah. this is a Monday night paintball show produced by Matt the Crip. Hi. Who will never be back on camera. <laughs> uh, if I have a choice. <laughs> after that incident. And, uh, yeah, so thank you guys for joining us. We may have a special guest later on in the show, uh, but right now he is battling um, weather. severe weather right now and trying to save all his equipment and gear. And uh, that special guest would be Mike Pev Peverall. Hey. hey! Yeah, unfortunately, a, a storm again is ripping through the event. His bottom. You know what? We keep ordering all these storms every time he's scheduled to come on the show. You think he'd get the hint? <laughs> uh, hello to Ramon Cortez. Ramon, who wears the ribbon? Why the ribbon? Uh oh. Speaking of which, I got a, I got I, I didn't. Uh, where is this? Okay. This you need to go check it out on on YouTube, Josh. What is this Seinfeld, the deleted episode fan made. I think I've seen that. Is that the one from uh, Curb? No. So what happened is, and I'll go, we'll get back to paintball in just a second. For those of you who don't give a <laughs> crap about Seinfeld, as you shouldn't, um, they took all the hundred hours of not hundred hours, but on all the box sets, they showed all the deleted scenes. Oh. They took all the deleted scenes and mashed them up and made it into like flow like an episode, including some of his stand up. Um, the story doesn't make a lot of sense, nor does most of the show's story arc. But it's it was it was like 25 minutes. I felt like I watched a brand new Seinfeld episode that I've never it, seen before. It was well done. It was very well done. So if you get a chance, if you're Seinfeld fans, make sure you check it out. But it's Seinfeld, the deleted episode. I thought they had a name for it now, though. It just said fan made, but maybe there was. Um, Mike uh, Mike Holstrom said the Philly area is getting hammered tonight. There's also lots of rain, but. So is most of Toronto. He's going to um, talk to his friend, the rocket scientist, to find out exactly why. Uh, very good. Yeah, Toronto, there's all kinds of parades happening because of the... Uh, Pride? I was going to say Super Bowl, but it's not the Super Bowl. What the, do you call the, the, the NBA, Super Basket? The NBA channel. <laughs> the the Super, Super Basket. basket. <laughs> The Super Peaches. Yeah, yeah. The M and the the Super. What is it? The National Peach Basket Association. Good evening, mm-hmm. Roger Weber from uh, Team Hi, Tags. Yeah, is George Hay yeah. here? Yep, he was the first one in the chat. Very good. He said, "Hey, everyone." 
And we probably said hey back. So lots on the show tonight. We have mail time. Uh, we have uh, another sport that's trying to creep creep its way into uh, paintball, uh, specifically speedball. And uh, we have prices right. And I was going to do a team feature tonight, but I still haven't been able to sit down and actually do it. I know we were going to do Wes's team, and there's a bunch of other guys as well. Um, and um, not only do we have a we we have a single person wolf saying howdy to us, uh, we have an entire group of people called the Brigade, Brigade. Program Brigade. saying Brigade. hey guys. Wolf is changing his uh, his moniker now. He doesn't say hoorah. He says howdy. <laughs> it's because he's a cowboy now. And then he tucks his thumbs underneath his belt loops. <laughs> And he bangs coconut. His kids bang coconuts together as he walks. Yeah, his new overalls I really like. The new overall look with uh, Molly pockets on the front. Yeah, Good those for are him. nice for his barbecue <laughs> utensils. I think this is all after his new song, um, Old Old Town Road. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not see? Okay. You didn't see his comment in the chat. No. no. Um. All right. Well, let's move on here. We have mail time, as I said. We have uh, airsoft. Not airsoft. We have. Uh, <laughs> What the hell happened tonight? <laughs> tonight we're gonna be talking about what are I almost left. You can come over to my computer, Matt. What are the things you would like to see at your local paintball field? Uh, both realistic and unrealistic. We'd like to see your comments. We're gonna be talking about that in about ten minutes. So come up with uh, your ideas and maybe we'll read them on the air. We are also watching all your live comments. So if there's anything you want to say, we'll try to get it on screen. Um, you want know open now? The revenge. revenge. Now the the registration for Battle Royale: The Battle Revenge. Royale! Why do you not want to wear the revenge? And uh, what you need to figure out if you're going to do this, uh, you're going to come to the game. You need to figure out who you're playing for. Are you playing for uh, Alabaster? Are you going to join Greg Red Hastings? What about Wolf? Howdy. And uh, Giddy Up. Or are you going to go for uh, that guy. Hedgehog? That the guy. Hidden Hedgehog. You forgot his name, didn't you? <laughs> I didn't know. I was looking to see where my next um, image comes from. Did you see the the trash talk he put out early today? I did. I thought that In was well played. In true English fashion, it was like overly polite. It was. And slightly underhanded, but that was it. <laughs> I, I I did like it. It got it got some crap talking uh, started too, which is funny. But Wolf is one of the hardest playing players out there. I mean, people do make fun of him that he you know plays on the sideline that sort of thing but when we were there at super game he was there on the field he he almost caught up to us too yeah yeah it's it's an actually a fact wolf plays paintball so hard he's the only person who's been shot in the chronograph twice by me <laughs> that's not very nice what's wrong matt my stream has dropped oh uh, okay so we're having some technical Frost, uh, internet, internet issues, a, but we're okay. I think there's a pill for that. Yeah, yeah. But no, but all joking aside, Wolf is a, is, is a hard but You, you know what? I, there's I've, a pill for that, I watched, too. I've watched Wolf at several games, several of our games, and several different games. And, creepily? You know, he comes mm -hmm. back. He, yes, creepily. I'm watching you. <laughs> From the top of the sea can. He, he I guess through the mesh. With he, you know what? <laughs> Let me finish my story. You know what? <laughs> now, he, he, the guy he stands walks in the Johnny on the spot the guy, looking through the little the perforated. Guy, the guy walks off the field. He's trying to get ammo. He's trying to get aired up so he can get back on the field again. And people are stopping to talk to him and take his picture. It takes hours to to leave the field and get back in. I know, and it never helps when I keep hiding his gear bag. That's right. But anyway, it takes hours and a lot of time when, when you want to stop and talk to everybody, but yeah, play paintball. So just, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So someone was asking before the show, Joe was asking if we have any behind the bunker hoodies available. Um, we lost our thing there, Matt. And um, sure But if you head on over to Ruthless Paintball Products, and go under the store. You guys can see that uh, Behind the Bunker merch is featured right there. 
just click on the behind the bunker t-shirt and you can see that uh both uh the t-shirt and the hoodies uh are uh, are all good much yeah merch. The merch. merch um this picture was floating around the internet this week i may or may not have posted that that's awful <laughs> boy did that garnish a lot of attention it came up in my memories and it's been playing in my memories since the day that happened joshua that was carnage it was carnage it was just sad that i that only paid you five bucks to do that that was 2013 yeah. really yeah it came up in my um time ago. stuff do you know what you guys are sitting on the air up Earth's casting couch, couch. Baby. Yeah. George, hey, hey, says George, Joe's new headset is chopping up the stream. Could be. It probably is. <laughs> you think so? I don't you know how much bandwidth it takes to go through those headphones? I'm about to say, can we just move off from that image, please? <laughs> <laughs> how about it. this image, guys? July 13th and 14th, head on over to Fort Knox Paintball Fort Knox. for uh, Annihilation. That game is uh, brought to you by Behind the Bunker, but uh, what about this one? This is Super Game East. Make sure you guys uh, sign Super up game. for that. That is at OXCC. Super Game, guys, if you haven't had a chance to play one, you definitely want to do one of the greatest uh, event promoters out there, and uh, you would be doing yourself a disservice if you missed uh, a Super Game. If you couldn't make it out to the West Coast, here's your chance. Get on over to the East Coast and get yourself some crab cakes. Uh, follow the Samurai. This is a GRC Paintball, another Behind the Bunker exclusive game. Make sure you check it out on August 18th. Uh, World at War, the minefields. This is happening June 30th at Paintball Explosion. Last week, we were, we were unable to give away a pass um, for that, but I would like to give away a free pass in a case of paint for someone to go to that event. Uh, we'll come up with uh, a reason for that. We'll maybe do a trivia question later on in the show about things we talked about. Are just going to keep redoing the draw till you win it? Uh, well, who won it last week, but he wasn't able to make it? I gave him an opportunity, but he wasn't able to. He never got back to me. So we're going to give it away. Uh, last it away, week, we talked to you, Simon now. Steven, on the show, uh, which also uh, happens to correlate nicely the fact that he was on uh, the complete history of paintball. Uh, did a little teaser there. Make sure you head over to paintball.media and get yourselves uh, familiarized with what's happening over there. We are going to be doing a little bit of prices right tonight, ladies and gentlemen. And this was sent in to us by Heather, or sorry, Henry Lumley. He's not going to like that. Henry Lumley. <coughs> and uh, this one hasn't been sold yet, but uh, we're going to keep an eye on it. How much do you guys think this is currently going for? There's a bid on it right now. 80 bucks. Yeah. It says the survival game first paintball gun. It's not really, but uh... kind of sort of. It's so the, it's the Splatmaster. It's, it's actually it's the first one they actually made. The Nelspot 007 was made by Nelson Paint Company in Iron Mountain, Michigan. But this is the first one that the National Survival Game actually developed and manufactured under their name. Yeah. So Tom Bertrand and oh, George yeah. Hay are going to have a little fight here. Tom Bertrand says five bucks. George Hay says four hundred and fifty. Uh, Heather uh, Heather Lumley says uh, it's Henry. Yes, I know. <laughs> I buggered that one up. Gavin, what do you think? How much would you pay for this? It's tough. So uh, I remember buying a Splatmaster Rapide for 25 bucks in a pawn shop. But I would say in that great condition, if anybody knew, well, no. Okay, I'm just going to say 100 bucks. <laughs> it's a long story, but... 100 bucks, 100 bucks in, in a story. That's right. Um, a but tale. if you look at the back of this... Um, the back of the gun itself? No, I guess it doesn't matter. If you look at my T-shirt, Joe, what are you thinking? Oh yes, Splatmaster champion. Didn't I say eighty bucks? Eighty bucks, Josh. Uh, I'm gonna go one twenty. One twenty. 
Uh, so this is current bid right now is 10 bucks. Really? So if you want to get in on this, guys, go to eBay and put the survival game Splatmaster first paintball gun and put $11 in. And so you guys will get something really good. So my story is, for those who've been in the sport for a while or avid collectors or historians of the sport, uh, that would be priceless and people would put big money on it. For the new kid coming into it or somebody who's been around for a little while who really doesn't care, um, there's no interest to, um, to pick up any of that stuff. So. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, nice to see... Um, Nice to see Vicky Brown in the chat. Vicky, are you gonna? We're we gonna see you and uh, all of your guys at uh, Battle Royale. Battle Royale. The Revenge. Um. All right. What else do we have? Paintball Extravaganza, ladies and gentlemen, is just around the corner. They're starting to uh, sell tickets now. We may do some giveaways as we start getting closer. And how much I appreciate the spelling of paintball has been corrected. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. It's clearly spelled right. <laughs> Yeah. Hooray um, for the extra L. <laughs> Hooray indeed. Um, Gavin, that's all I have for tonight, but I'd like to get uh, get into some mail time if that's okay with you. And I do have a couple of uh, mail time questions to help you get started. So yeah, mail time. So Devin Swartz here, if you come over to my computer, he sent in a question to the website, he says, or to our Facebook page. He says, what's the best pump marker ever made? This could be a throwaway question. I mean, we could quickly shout out a few things, but take a second to actually think about that. If you guys are listening at home right now live or even or even after the fact, send us a message in because I'd like to. I mean, this is a pretty decent um Still a pretty decent question. Best pump marker. Bushmaster point man. That's uh, personal preference. It's um, a personal so, preference. So I mean, there's Bob Log MVPs, um, Simon Stevens with his line of Inception Designs pumps. That's a very tricksy question. Carter like, Comp. Any of the Carter. Okay, um, Matt. Someone's gonna say you get a pump. Gray. One pump. What are you go, What are you gonna buy? Ghost. Oh. I don't know. I was always curious. I like the CCM 86 degree frame, so I've never shot one, but I've heard great reviews of CCM yeah. products. Ryan McGee says Hammer 7. Ryan, I'm going to disagree with you. I, I, I think the Hammer's a great platform to, to customize. Them. Customize, absolutely, Gavin, but I'm going to go ahead and say what a stupid comment. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, Charles Bird is saying CCI. Well, no, if Phantom. it was the greatest pump ever made, everybody yeah. that owns one wouldn't have altered it. Yeah. Um, although Ryan McGee comes back with a Tipman SL68, like a very popular gun at the time, and did definitely was a workhorse. I don't know if I put that as the best one. Uh, Ryan Sexton <gasps> says no. uh, he doesn't have an opportunity to come up with his own thought. He's going to mimic yeah, uh, Josh yeah. and say Grey Ghost. No, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Greatest pump ever made is the one Gavin is currently seeking. What's that? What am I seeking? Why don't you just tell Tip. me what I'm seeking? <laughs> Tipman. Oh, C3. Uh, C3. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I don't know. Damn, that's a fun marker. Hey, 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 hey. Who can carry 10 cases of paint with them in enough air to fire all 10 without going and back to the And a package area? of hot dogs. I can cook my lunch and play. <laughs> Damn, that's a fun game. Okay, I remember that gun. It had a fiberglass or carbon fiber barrel. I, I don't know. I, I, but what was it? 40,000 shots out of one... Propane. But if you're not Propane hitting tank? anything, 40,000 <laughs> shots still aren't going to... 40,000 dry fire. Do anything for you. Um... <laughs> 
I don't know. I had an opportunity. I mean, I like I like my uh, my sniper pump. I think it's probably one of the best guns I've ever shot as far as a pump. Can, but, but again, I've always been an autococker guy. So for those of you that are shouting CCM and and uh, all these other ones, I never really played with them. So for me, I would that's my preference. I don't know. Josh, what do you... I, pump automatic? I would say in my golden years of playing pump, like my favorite time that I, I was ever playing pump, in my hands were the Sniper Outcats 2 you guys were talking ah. about last show. <laughs> I happen to have two of them. One that I, I pimped out, you know, with ASAs and new barrels and new feed necks and all that stuff. And I do have another one that's brand new in box. So I would say that. Yeah. Anyone else not on their iPhone want to? Sorry, our special. I'm trying to send Google <laughs> stuff. Our <laughs> guest is not going to make it. He's still on the site. And uh, they're still dealing with weather. Okay. He says he feels bad. He loves doing the show. So I'm going to say beat it, punk, last chance. No worries. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, the stream here is—it's uh, choppy. Yeah, it keeps dropping out here too. It might be the weather. We've had so much rain. Our internet was really bad. Yeah. That and all the uh, Raptors victory parade went right over top of where the main line of internet goes in Canada. So all the weight. <laughs> You're just pushing, you're squeezing the no, cable, you know so not all the data is going through the cable right <laughs> That's now. It's pinching. This. I, all the people downtown Toronto that were live streaming and sending Facebook messages stuff that that slows down the whole entire network. The network's not designed for that much that much usage in a, in a single place. It's like, for example, when we go to the Elmira Maple Syrup Festival, the city the t city or village of Elmira is like you know twenty thousand people, but a hundred thousand people come in, and then there's no cell service because everyone's live streaming. And everyone's Amish. <laughs> yes, they're all they're all there they're for the not, re, they're all there for the remake of Witness they're not with Harrison Ford. They're Mennonite. Mennonite, yes. Yeah. When they discovered Mennonite genre of porn, that was the end of it. Yeah. Sure on that butter. Um <laughs> tuck that uh, ankles in. Okay, so we're gonna move on to the next question that's very similar to the first one here, but first I want to give a shout to uh Bricktop! 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 Uh Devin Schwartz again. Just wanna say it's about time you came back, bud. <laughs> He sends uh, another uh, comment to Behind the Bunker. He says, what's the best mechanical marker ever made? Cacker. That, as a genre, yeah, I would say. Uh, yeah. Could we, Automag. can you give me an example that's better than Cocker? Automatic. I said it, Todd. I, I, that's I, right, Gavin created dead no, air. Thank I, you. I wouldn't give, <laughs> okay. I, I would say Automag, to, to give one, one, one more run at it. Automegs were easier to fix if something big went. Yeah. Like if you had to fix, a, if you had to replace a three-way or anything, like any part of the front, it involves retiming it, readjusting everything else like that. Yeah, one Never had to do that on my leg. regulators went on an autococker, I mean, Okay, but luck. that, yeah. you know what, if you left it alone, Yeah, I was going to say, fine. I know yeah. guys that have auto autocockers that have never done anything to them, and they work just fine. The problem is they have a big screw with factor everybody wants to tinker it's like a carburetor they if you if you say to a guy if you mess around with that carburetor you're going to get 15 more horsepower and you're going to get 10 more miles to the gallon people are going to mess with it not know what they're doing and they're just going to make it worse same thing with an autococker autococker's out of the box there's nothing wrong with it if you can get someone to do a little tweak job great someone that knows what they're doing but out of the box i bet you that thing will last you forever but the autococker and tinkering 
helped keep techs employed That's at right. the yes. shops. Um, Roger would, would come out and, and tech our guns. <laughs> now, Devin well, Schwartz... Well, in that case, maybe the 98 is the... Yes, I agree with the 98 being the, the backbone of the industry. Now, Devin Schwartz is A5. I think A5 had no doubt its place for mechanical paintball markers. That was a huge step up from the Model 98 and was just as robust. I would argue that it has just the same quality as a 98. Oh, I don't know. An A5? I would agree. The cyclone feed was the only thing that ever went, but it was a it was a it was a, a changeable part. It was I guess <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's not forget the pinnacle of tactical markers was the A5 Stealth that came out. Yeah. That came with the remote well, line and the flat line and the flat and line the car stock. Yeah, and the car stock. That was that was a bee's knees when it came out. <laughs> the bee's knees. Sure, he says it. No one makes comment, <laughs> but I said, "Oh my god!" Uh, Joe in the chat says cockers are fun to tinker with, and I love the sound of them, uh, but they're too heavy and unreliable. BS, Joe. BS. I. I BS. I, I know, but it, again, there's a lot of a lot of times where auto cockers will go down. But if you can keep them, if you can keep them running and don't mess with them, we've had. A, yeah, I mean, we've had we've had really good success with them. Um. Hey, Captain Documentary, John Amadea. Yeah, Captain Amadea. Amadea. Captain (laughs) Documentary. I like that. Yeah, that's... (laughs) We need to get John back on the show one of these days soon and and find out where he is on his his quest. Agreed, yeah. I'm sure he has much, much, much better things to do with his time. You think so? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. You know what? I was cleaning out a couple boxes and I came across a Canadian paintball magazine that essentially was... Uh, eight and a half by 11 sheets of paper, uh, color printed both sides and then stapled in the middle and folded. I think that's a Canadian tire flyer. <laughs> yes, well, there was discounts. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was a, it was a After Canadian After you guys left the store thing. at the end of the day, that's what Gavin and I used to do in the back room. We had a magazine. Yeah. On the sausage music on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, John says he likes it. I called him Captain Documentary. Right to his yeah. face. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> On his monitor. <laughs> On his monitor. Face. <laughs> uh, Ryan McGee says, uh, key with a cocker. If you get it and it's working, don't screw with it. Absolutely. Agreed. Yep. Ah, Francis Robert. It's nice to see you, sir. Bruce Liepert. Thank you guys for all tuning in, by the way. Uh, we're going to talk to you guys about a new product on the market in just a second. If you guys are just tuning in, make sure you hit that like and share button so people know on Facebook World what we are doing and uh, and and all that sort of great stuff. Um, thank you to Devin Schwartz for for your two questions. They were very they were very good. I, I do like them, and we do have mail time that we're still in the middle of. But we should segue to something that Joe has while we have internet bandwidth for that we can still show people. Sounds uh, good. And then once uh, we are going to keep recording, even if our bandwidth is crappy on Facebook, because guys, all of this goes to uh, up as a podcast to Podomatic, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere that you get your better podcasts from. So if you're missing tonight's show because of bandwidth or there's an issue, head on over and download this podcast this week. Joe, what uh, what do you got? I have in my possession, this is a, a pre-production type. This is the Tipman or GI Sports Reloader. I'm going to call it the Reloader M for MagFed. This is what you can load TMC mags with. It's pretty awesome. Uh, what you do is throw your mag in, quick wind. This puts tension on the spring instead of breaking your fingernails. Then you put your final in. This holds 19. It's pretty fantastic. You pop this out and your mag releases full of paint ready to go. Uh, it's 
fantastic. Instructions are here, and if you're using a 50 cal or a low impact marker, there is a drop-in conversion kit, so it's quite fantastic. You can store your extra mags in here for travel. It holds five additional mags inside this. It's nice, robust plastic. It can be mounted um, on a table or something as well if you're using it for a team. Fan, pretty good. Very cool. Shit. Hey, thank you to Leonardo DeMille, by the way, who's hosting his own private viewing of our live show. Hooray. Which is awesome. He's creating his own live watch a show. Live thank you very watch much. Show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, very cool, Gavin. Let's uh, let's go back to your uh, your paintball questions. No one cares about this. So All sorry. right. Since I already, the opportunity, we already did a video on it. We did. I, I will. Yeah, we're still we're still on. By the way, yeah, don't stop. <laughs> <forget it. laughs> right. We're arguing. No, All that's right. great. Uh, time for me to shine. Rip open my sack. Will oh, I get a new? Yeah. Will I get a new dad? <laughs> the mail's here. The mail's uh, Ian. So, I, as much as Joe and uh, Josh really want to hear this segment, I will muscle through. So, first question comes to us from. Looks like Todd. <laughs> as I say, I don't know who sent that. I, I just copied and pasted, so I apologize. All right, so little Toddy Ansich wants to know. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> That's me. If paintball didn't exist, what sport would you do? <laughs> <laughs> While you guys are thinking of that, I want to let you guys know that uh, here's a picture of someone who's watching tonight. This comes from uh, Vicky and Joe watching at home. But as you can see, they're upping our viewing numbers. We've got one on the TV, one on this phone, and one on this phone. I wow. would like to have more than just three views from you guys. Can you find no any other? No wonder the show's freezing. <laughs> yeah, there's all our internet bandwidth, ladies and gentlemen. What? What? No laptop? Come on. Where's your iPad? Very good. And uh, let's separate a little bit. That's a little too close. This is a paintball show. <laughs> you guys can frolic afterwards. And, uh, yeah, let's cover up those socks. Let's cover up those toes, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so what sport, if you guys weren't doing paintball, if you never discovered paintball, Josh, what would you be doing? Would yeah. you be into, like, the, the CrossFit weightlift? Uh, probably powerlifting and golf. That's about the same sport, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> Slightly different rules. I was inadvertently watching golf yesterday because someone had it on the TV. Are you okay? I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. They have so much tech. Like, okay. Here, take a quick break for a second. I, I made comment to the person that was sure, watching Gavin it. Gavin's segment. Go no, ahead. But hear me out. They had <laughs> cameras you, everywhere. Cameramen everywhere. They had spectators everywhere. Like, the amount of money that's in golf, unbelievable. If paintball could just get... A fraction and, of some of that. If you watch closely, uh, golf like 10 years ago, it was all these guys with these giant cameras on their shoulder, and they'd walk around with a guy behind them, and he'd have a knapsack and these over-the-shoulder bags. It was just all extra batteries for the cameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you see them out there, and they've got the, like these little handheld things, and it's like one guy walk around, and he gets all that HD footage. And all yeah, 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 yeah. I'd their, like to know how they... Their camera setup is incredible. Yeah, I'm a little jelly. I, I wonder how they get... They, they they have like when the golf ball goes in the air they have like a little tail behind it like a digital tail. Yeah. How do they do that? Is there Fox a, did that decades ago? With with but I, is there a microchip in the in no. the ball? Like There's how do they track the it? It's it's just um, like a Photoshop reckon. Um, it, it it's based off, <laughs> off a lot like um, when the police <laughs> police are at the side of the road with a laser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It measures how fast it's going and then it just puts a streak behind the fastest going thing in the frame. 
All right, guys, what are you doing? I, I'm so tired. It's not even <laughs> funny. I love it. Russ Carroll saying, hey, guys, uh, we're talking about what kind of sports would you guys be into if paintball didn't exist? Tom Bertrand says stripping. Uh, good thing he's found paintball. William Bailey says pro bottle rocket fighting. <laughs> like that. Sounds legit. Zane Smith slot car racing and Ramon Cortez BB guns. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know what's a full-time sport? Yeah, yeah. It, trolling Sid online. And trashing Subarus. <laughs> Mike Holstrom says cycling. And Ryan McGee says extreme slip and slide. Extreme, extreme slip and slide. Now, Greg no, Beck. Is that like extreme ultimate frisbee? <laughs> Frolf. I think so. Greg Beck says Korean kite fighting. Oh. oh yeah. We're have to YouTube some stuff later. Sebastian Mounier says knitting. Sebastian, are you proud of Joe? He's winning the okay? microso- microphone award today. The- up, down, sideways. <laughs> that's because can... if you took away Joe's chance of losing the microphone. That's right. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. Uh, one side of his headphones, the microphone's attached. The other side, the microphone award is attached. That's right. So. Okay, so I want to tie this into uh, the revenge for a second. What do you think everybody who is coming to their revenge, like Slim, Wolf, Hastings, and Hedgehog, what do you think they would be doing if paintball didn't exist? Ashley would be into cars because I know he's a car guy. Hastings uh, would be sailing, or swimming, in the or fishing. Yeah. fishing. I think Hastings would be in fishing. I think uh, Hedgehog would be more in a band. I think he'd turn to a band geek. I think Slim would be uh, into D and D, uh, and some sort of gaming that way because I know he does a lot of that. Yeah, Wolf. He would be in malls looking for moms. <laughs> He'd be hunting. <laughs> He'd be sport? hunting cougars. He'd be cougar hunting. <laughs> and foxes. And, and malls. He'd be in the grocery store. Yeah, good mom huntings. Good mom's hunting. That's funny. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, Ryan McGee says hardcore internet shopping. <laughs> That's right. Russ Carroll, Roman Candle Warrior. No one has asked me. I've played that. Have you, ever guys, have you ever done that? Yeah. Roman Candles, like the fireworks you used to it's buy that would shoot idea. like 10 or 12 balls at it. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, Vicky Brown probably takes the cake with tiddlywinks. Tiddlywinks. Oh. <laughs> oh, What's that one? Nice. Crokinole. Oh, oh Crokinole. Don't get me started on Crokinole. I met the world champion once. Oh. We all have. Joe yeah. says uh, Hastings been, used you've to been be to Halifax, break dancing. You've met a world break, champion. Break, yes, he was a break dancer. In the submarine, they didn't have much to do, so they would break dance in the torpedo tubes. Well, you know what Greg Hastings says? Aside from like and share this program, he says pop and lock. Um, <laughs> Gavin, what would you do? I would be a bigger loser than I am right now. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I'd be like 500 pounds eating cheesies and like there'd be like cheesy finger stains <laughs> on my white finger. Awesome. <laughs> Just orange glow. Yeah, I don't know. Before paintball, real I was playing tonight. bar league softball. Ew. If you hit, Ew. if you hit the ball, you got to chug a beer. Ew. If you make it to first base, you got to chug a beer. What are all the other rules of of softball, Matt? I think, I think it's basically just that. <laughs> yeah. They all know how to play softball. Yeah. I don't know. Joe, did you do anything before paintball? No, but I, you know what? I, I recently thought that if I wasn't doing paintball, I would like to be in the Paris of the Car rally. They still doing that? Yeah, they still do Paris of the Car, and I'd, I'd like nice. to do the Baja 500. I'd get like a big, either an enduro motorcycle or like a 4x4 truck or a Jeep, and that would be my thing. I would be doing rally races, but in the desert. I owned one of those. Did you? The BMW Dakar Rally Enduro Bike? That? Yeah. Yeah. You have one? No, I you, didn't. In college. Did. Yeah. 
420 that's, SF? That's what I think I would do, or or, or some something like that. Yeah. Hey, Dave Payton, how are you? Wolf says that uh, he'd be in the music biz. Uh, Wolf says I don't enjoy Fortnite. Yeah, we know. <laughs> but what sport would you be playing if uh, you weren't in a paintball? And don't say Taekwondo. Grocery getters. Moms. Yeah, I don't know. Do you, do you have any other interest? You, you're a knife sharpener. I, I, I enjoy my, my sharp things, my pointy things. Do you think uh, you'd I, find... Not so much a sport, but... Uh, what about whittling? No, I wouldn't do any whittling. <laughs> Kevin would be on TSN 9. Weren't you a professional whistler for a while? We could uh, go to knife shows. Flute. We could be for professional knife show Absolutely. goers. Uh, yeah. I played a lot of soccer growing up, so I think I would... Uh, or football if you're European. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'd still be maybe in some adult league... Um, with, with that, but I mean that was yeah. accepted. There was a time where I, I I went and you like shot darts. I wasn't great at it, but it was fun going to the bar and having something or an excuse to get back to the bar. How about oh, tri- got, trivia? Oh, gotta go shoot darts tonight. <laughs> uh, pub trivia was fun too. Pub trivia. I'd be a prof- Gavin would be professional knife show goer. That's right. <laughs> Should be a knife swallower. Just Ooh. take it up starting tonight, would you? What's my name in prison? Oh. <laughs> really? The shank. Here comes the shank swallower. Wow. <laughs> All right. We have prices right still to get to. We still have a couple more questions to get to, and we have the after show. Uh, and I also want to show you a, a cheesy video as well. But do you, let's let's get back to another couple questions. All right. Uh, before I cinch up my sack, there's a couple of great questions we have here. First one comes to us from Evan Johnston. And Evan would like to know, favorite paintball outfit that you've seen? Uh, he likes Deadpool costumes as long as they act like the character. What is your favorite costume that you've seen at a big game? Or or, or in general? Uh, yeah, well, let's take camo and like regular paintball clothing out of the mix. Let's talk about what you've seen. Um, there was a, a, a photo going around this week of Ryan Greenspan uh, playing paintball in like a dinosaur costume. That was kind of neat. Um... I don't know. I did. I did see a girl once in. Uh, what was that character? Bad makeup, blonde, uh, white outfit. Oh, Harley Quinn. Quinn. Harley Quinn. Yes, maybe oh, that's yeah. what it Harley is. Harley Quinn. Yeah. yeah, and I thought that was really cool. Um, the one Phoenix project. Yeah, there a guy in a horse. horse. Yeah, I was just gonna tell <laughs> yeah. you that the guy had a horse. He it was a uh, was it CTU yeah. or something like that. And he was a terrorist, but he was on horseback and he had a horse. It was pretty <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Was awesome. What about Aztec? Greg Beck says Aztec looks really cool. Yeah. Someone tag him in it as well. Um, yeah, we haven't seen Patrick in a while. We should. Uh, we'll probably see him at uh, the Battle Royale Revenge game. Hopefully, nice. he'll be able to make yeah. it down for that. Hey, he popped up on the Facebooks the other day. On the no, face, I was like, oh, there's guys I haven't seen in a while. <laughs> He's got to sort himself out. Uh, I said. Russ Carroll says he wore an Easter Bunny costume uh, once during a, a, a scenario game. That's cool. I do like the Deadpool. I do like the Deadpool. Aaron Dill, how are you, sir? Thank you for tagging Patrick Ballonger. Uh I still like seeing guys wearing full suits when they come in bachelor parties. So that ties up with Henry Lumley's comment. He says uh, he likes seeing guys in Borat sling bikinis. Mm. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I do Teach like the guys you. that uh, I do like seeing the rental guys that come out or girls and they've all got face makeup. You know, like the, their face is painted and then you hand them their rental goggle. That's right. Yeah. I that's, feel bad. That, that's because they haven't played for so long. When the last time they played, there was no such thing as a mask. They, so you painted your face. Yeah. Your Bukaki ruined my carpet. Your letter, Kenny, reference just a minute ago, Josh. So someone, I think it was Sarge, 
posted something on his Facebook page the other day, and it was a letter Kenny reference, like an obscure one. And three other people that were friends from his in, that, in, a, in about that same area had letter Kenny references coming back to him. And I thought, wait a minute, you guys live in the States. How do you know letter Kenny? It's huge. Yeah. It's, it's big. Yeah. It's uh, great. Whatever. Oh, you don't care. Do you like letter Kenny? It's like, no, tra- it's like Trailer Park Boys, but funny. <laughs> I think you can watch the YouTube clips of it. You don't actually have to watch a full episode. Yeah. Of Letter Kenny's? Yeah. Sorry, Henry Lumley says he wore. He was the one who wore the sling bikini. Ew. Yeah. Sorry, Heather. <laughs> Sorry, Henry. I'm picking on you tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, Vicky Brown brings up a good point, though. You can't hit what you can't look at. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> oh, well. All right. Well, why don't we move on? Do we have one more question? Then we'll uh, cinch. Sure, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll one more question and then I'll cinch up my sack. Uh, and it comes to us from Dave Patton. Dave wants to know how do referees slash producers slash game masters affect the sport and how can they do better? It's tough. Yeah, I don't know. I like to keep it simple. So let's break it down. Referees. Uh, a referee team can either make or break an event mm-hmm. uh, for being either on the ball or not on the ball at That's all. That's true. Yeah. Um, I so. love the referees that are mentors. You know, they, they, you know, if you if you're out there refing with someone else and you, you've got a group of two, it's nice to be able to pin your, you, you know, create your teams and say, okay, you're my team and I'm your team, and, and kind of have this friendly rivalry that really doesn't mean anything. But you know, and you kind of coach your your kids and say, you know, you, you try to help them along and give them helpful advice, right? that gives the 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 guests a little bit of an ownership and uh, feels like they're they're getting a little bit better of a bang for their buck than just a referee that's pointing and saying your hit and get out of the field so producers and game masters how they can influence the game if they are innovative, innovative. and they <laughs> offer some something new rather than rehashing or rebranding some of the old crap um, so if, if it keeps it fresh, that can certainly keep people interested and bring people into the sport rather than dying off uh, for, for sort of big play or big games and stuff like that. So something brand new, something fresh, something that is not being offered by other people, I think that's going that's yeah. to impact the game. I really like when a, a game game scenario writer does uh, injects technology in, whether it's a GPS coordinate or whether it's... Uh, a drone or some sort of neat, neat tech. tech. A little bit of tech. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Do you want me to add something? Yeah, yeah buddy. <laughs> that's okay. why I'm looking at you. <laughs> uh, I, I like it when you have a, specifically a field staff that is, one, into paintball, and two, understands it. We've been to many events where you're standing in line at a countertop with a staff member who's at the counter who quite obviously doesn't give two flying farts what's going on, what's happening. Like when we do big games, there's always somebody behind the, behind the counter who's snappy and they get things going, right? They get things yeah. going. They got the questions. There. There's very little banter when the line's really long and they understand that people just want to get out of that line. They want to get their stuff done and get out of the line. So an event that's put on by people who play paintball and understand paintball know how to reduce that line to a you know a decent amount of wait time that's fine i don't mind waiting 10 15 minutes we can banter with somebody in line but we've also been to places where you're waiting in line for 25 minutes and you get up to the front and the person has no idea what's going on and they don't care that's the worst that can ruin yep. any event what yep. no matter what happens on the field sure. that ruins any event yep. any event at all 
the other thing that bugs me is you know when when you have when you have someone who let's say forgot a barrel sock or did something stupid and we all do it everyone will eventually do it at some point but it's the how you react to it you know it's it's you know whether you run over the grab the guy's gun and make a real bad example of him or whether you say hey listen you know like you you safely just you know get his gun from him but but say listen you got you, you got to do this and you got you remind him gently um I was out of field. Well, super, well, yeah, I won't say where, but it was. Uh, I, I I saw a guy coming off the field, and another guy, a, a, another player, just reamed on him. And I get it. I, I do. Uh, no one wants their goggles or their their face shot off. But you can't treat new players who this guy was obviously a rental player coming off the field. You can't you can't cremate the guy like that. T- tell him once, and hopefully he learns. Yeah. And the mask on thing too. Yeah. Um, well, why don't we move on, Gavin? Do you have a couple more questions, but we'll save them for next I'll week. I'll do. I'll pin those, save those for next week. I will cinch up my sack for this evening, ladies and gentlemen. And if you would like to contribute to my sack, uh, send us an email to showbehindthebunker.com, post on Facebook, the Instagrams, any form of social media that you're connected to with Behind the Bunker, yeah. and we'll read it right here on the show. Yeah, yeah. So we've got prices right. We also have uh, a video I wanted to show you guys. But before we do that, I want to tell you about something pr- pretty spectacular. What about Planet Eclipse, guys? Oh. Do you know that they are the creators of the most incredible tournament paintball markers, soft goods, and gear? They have the winningest markers in paintball. And shortly, at the end of this month, you will see their new MagFed marker released. And I'm hoping Ooh. that you get to see some of that uh, goodness on our show. So stay oh. tuned for that coming up soon. Anola Gay is the world's leading manufacturer of smoke grenades, thunder, flash, airsoft, and paintball grenades for use in theater, film, photography, and of course, paintball. Ask for Anola Gay at your next event. Hashtag pull tab. Arrows are proudly made in the US of A. Thick welded seam, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options, and layouts available. 2019 season is here, and their NX Field fields are shipping. Hit up arrows.com for your field. Ruthless Paintball Products caters to both professional players and weekend warriors. By designing new of playing apparel at an unbelievably low cost, they have set a new level of manufacturing standard for the sport. They are 100% made by players for players, aiming to perfect today's baseball playing apparel. And now for a limited time only, you can head over to their website, use BTB15 promo code for 15% off all their products. And more than just swabs and pads, Exalt is a way of life. Available at discerning retailers, field shops and shows, tournament ready, battle proven, Exalt. In the beginning, you've fallen of a tree, you stumble down a rocky cliff, you wait chest deep through a mosquito-infested vault, then you realize you're surrounded, it's party time. Now you own a Tipman, now combine Empire, JT, Tipman, and V-Force, you get the world's largest distributor of everything paintball, GI Sports. Push, the creators of some of the most well-thought-out <laughs> products in the industry. From sure. goggles to gear haulers, you need to get their gear in your hands and see the quality and genius in their products. Ask for them at your local shop or stores, and there is a big G next to that read for Gavin. <laughs> no, so you want me to read it, you got to <laughs> well, tell Gavin. I, I wasn't, no, my question was, who's reading it next? And Josh said, me, or I, I thought you were it. asking me to, because I was like, I got my Push shirt on, I'll do it, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. How about DLX Technologies, guys? They are the manufacturer of the Lux Paintball Marker, as well as other great products like uh, SP Shocker, the GOG Enemy, and the Freak Barrel Kits. Uh, they are a longtime manufacturer of paintball gear. They have the product that you guys can trust and the product that's outstanding. So make sure you guys check it out at your local paintball store. And yes, Tyrell, this is Plug Fest. This is how we pay the bills. This is uh, Darlene St. George says, I love Planet Eclipse. You should. 
And Darlene St. George, maybe we'll see you at uh, Battle, Battle Royale. Royale. She Be also logged in earlier and said, I love lamp. So, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We'll call this segment <laughs> Plug Fest. Thank you, Tyler. That's uh, our no, Tyrell. No, no, because if somebody Googles that, something else will pop up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just move on. The Plug Fest. Yeah. Hashtag what? Plug Fest. No. <laughs> we'll incorporate it into Mag Fetish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we need a patch that says that, though. Matt, no, go ahead and that. play that silly video. I saw this online. The, people were sharing the heck out of this the other day, and I didn't know it was a thing. Um, and we can talk over it, I think, anyways. Have you guys seen this? Um, this is an, this is basically on an airsoft channel. So what we're doing is we're actually watching an airsoft match. But does this look vaguely familiar to any other sport or or genre in the sport? It's called speedsoft. because uh, there's no cheating in speedball. In airsoft, there'd be absolutely less cheating. It's called speedsoft. Because the flashlight's not giving his position away. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I... What? It's okay. Hang on a second. These knuckle draggers are shooting how many of those solid BBs on, like, what? A concrete floor? And then running around? Yeah. How stupid can you get? I, I'm still waiting to hear the rationale for the stupidity, Josh. I, I... I don't. Is that not like slip faster factor four thousand? Yeah. What, what about oil-based paint? <laughs> yeah, but this is a. <laughs> yeah, but got it's, turf a and it's a tile. Right? Like it looks like a hockey floor, a bare a bare floor, right? Ugh. But forget the fact they could be on the best flooring. They're they're just playing speedball with airsoft. How do you know who? You don't. How do you know who shot it? Like, especially how, that fast. How I, many times has this been viewed? Lots. That's okay, the problem. That's the problem. That's the problem. At least Darlene St. George says laser tag. But at least with laser tag, there's a there's a point system, and you can tell if you've if you've been shot or not. And you can do the rabbit. Yeah, 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 yeah. All those moves. Yeah. When you're a professional. Anyways, let's design. turn the video off. But I just wanted to show you guys that this this was happening. That this exists. This 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 exists. Terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's change the gears real quick. Um, let's do a happy segment. Why don't we do a little bit of prices right tonight? Matt came a up with a segment that won't piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not guaranteeing that this won't. But uh, have a look at our first uh, item up for bid. What do you think of the Wonder Boy? <laughs> I was trying to read the the text on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonder Boy. <laughs> the Wonder Boy. This Those is are the a things you wish you could say on the show. Yeah. This is a used war. Uh, sorry, WDP APS Angel A1 Fly Wonder Boy. I'm all for that now. But Matt says that this is a stock, like this was an original product line. It wasn't, a, yes. it's not a, it's not an anodized, it's not an aftermarket. It's a, do, you, do you know why they're selling it? Because uh, they don't have the battery charge? I'm still <laughs> missing one. You know it's a Dion's house, right? No. You know it is. I think my Angel battery charger is a car adapter, like a cigarette lighter. Like we you don't plug one. it into a wall, you have to plug it into a cigarette lighter. I mean a dash hole. I can light your smokes. <laughs> yes, that's true. I vape now, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> we just went through a segment where these idiots are playing airsoft speedball, and now you're talking about switching to vaping. Like, I, yeah, but I my show's hey, going downhill. To justify it, my vape smells like vanilla. <laughs> so you know that oh, I'm vaping. No, it smells like douche. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wonder Boy. 
What do you guys think of uh, my little Wonder Boy? That's right, Gavin won last time. Uh, yeah, it was so by a landslide. Yeah, 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 I did win. Yes. <laughs> I won. He, <laughs> he crushed you because you weren't even here. <laughs> you weren't here. It doesn't matter. I won. Week. Let's go on. Yeah. Uh, so we did, for that, we did Wonder that. Boy, I, I would pay $350, Bob. Very good. Uh, Ryan McGee says 874 and Jimmy Churchill $150 and zero, and zero one cents, Bob. George <laughs> hey, says 450 <laughs> And Julian Bogner says six hundred dollars. Wow. Zane with two hundred. Joe, what are you thinking? I'm going to. What did you say, Gavin? Three fifty, Bob. Three fifty. I'm going to say two eighty nine. Francis Roberge five hundred, and Bill Scribner says twelve hundred. Wow. Yeah, but you never know. You never know. That's true. I'm going to say a hundred bucks because he did not specify that a battery charger was included. <laughs> All right, Devin Schwartz says 451, Henry Lumley says 350, and uh, Lorenzo Wade says 375. And Jimmy Churchill says, "Hey, hey." hey. <laughs> All right, so this is this sold for $774. Yeah. Who is the closest? Who Garvin? Gavin. Nice. Wow. I told you I'm a champ. Off by almost 400 bucks. <laughs> That's how close you I didn't bid over. That's true. All right, oh, this one up for Dion. bad. This is called Dion Sharma Vintage Paintball Sock Hat. OD Green Rare. So it has all the words, all the lingo, but it definitely looks like it's been worn. I don't think it's rare. There's like three or four at the store, isn't there? But Not look, anymore. Look, at, look no. at the wear on it, the though. Pilling. <laughs> uh, it's, That's a well-worn it's got, sock hat. The pilling, there. Jerry, the pilling. It's got bag wear. <laughs> <laughs> Seen some action. It's a package. It's got a couple of brown stains <sighs> on it. Yeah. So um, I'll bid first. Yeah, yeah. That's my brother. So you know, you I know his hygiene. I would never bid on it. <laughs> is, is it actually Dion Sharma's for sale? No, would you trade it for a battery charger? For <laughs> I would not. <laughs> I have a battery for a tire rack motor. If you need. <laughs> <laughs> George Hayes says $35. Ryan McGee says $45 doll hairs, Bob. Tracy Santos, $11. Jimmy Churchill's a bag of Skittles. And Bill Scribner for $55. Devin Schwartz says $15, Todd. <laughs> Who else? Uh, 20 bucks. 20 bucks, Joe? 28. 28 bucks, Josh? I'd say Dion, give me 32. 32. It's uh, dripping with sweat and disappointment. $5, says Henry Lumley. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Rampage Richie Santos says 17 bucks, And uh, Lorenzo Wade says, nor would I. This sold for 56 bucks. Holy Wow. <laughs> yeah. Why? Between Joe and I, we probably have a half a dozen still in a package somewhere. If you, if, you really, if you really want them. Uh, let's do this one super fast. Not one, but two die DMCs. You get, with black, they're Jeez. black, with Tadeo Virtue uh, Gun Mint Custom Collector. So they're really trying to shoehorn this, but basically it's two DMCs, one with a Virtue board, one with a Tadeo chip, and... Uh, What's that box up at the top right? That's the Tadeo oh. Technologies board. It looks like a soap box. Yeah, yeah. But you need one. You need a Tomorrow board. <sighs> tomorrow, yeah. Like Neverland in, at Disney. <laughs> we've, just, we've, just left, Land. we've just finished Father's Day, so that dad joke does... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it checks out. All right, what do you guys think? Let's do this one super fast. This was the first time that Die had a clamping feed neck. Not a clamping feed neck, but uh, a hands-free, a tool, toolless one. This is their first year they came up with the cold molded as well, like the plot, the sort of the rubbery and yeah. metal combined. It was kind of neat. It was revo quite revolutionary. It was very revolutionary. 
All right, who won that last one? Zuby. Uh, Zuby, what are you thinking? 550. 550. Uh, Gavin? Uh, I'm going to go 600 even, Bob. 600 even. Joe? It's got a nice case. Uh, 475. All right, Vicky Brown says 375. Uh, Devin Schwartz says 1350. You are getting two guns here. Uh, half case of paint and a 9 volt battery, Bob, says Francis. This sold for 700 bucks. Kind of makes sense because I wouldn't pay 350 bucks for just, I would pay maybe that for one. Maybe. I don't think I would. All right, so here's the question. We'll do this one super fast. What is worth more to you guys? This one is a Tasco, sorry, a Tasso Renegade Sandana Camo. Wow. Uh, paintball jersey, vintage rare XL extra large. Or. Oh, it's my size. Evil jersey. Empire Evil Jersey XXL, also Josh's size, sort of. Look at how pristine it is, and it's nicely folded and crisp-edged. What's worth more? Ladies and gentlemen, are you going with a camo print jersey, or are you going now, with the evil jersey? That's a trick question, because you said what's worth what's worth more to you. All right. What is it, what's <laughs> sold for more money? Gotcha. <laughs> the Renegade. Think the Renegade, Josh? Yeah. Joe, what do you think? I'm going to have to say, I think the Renegade... Okay, Gavin? I'm also going with door number one, the uh, Renegade. Jersey. The Renegade, as you should. Renegade sold for $149, and the other one sold, the Evil Jersey sold for 56 bucks. The question begging for the person that bought the Evil Jersey, why? Why? I saw an Evil Jersey out at the field uh Someone was wearing one, yeah, yeah. There was some uh, old school stuff. It is super cool to wear vintage Evil stuff right now. It's, it's really hot, but it has to be the right... It can't be too crisp and it can't be too worn. It's got to be that I've played before, but I haven't worn holes in it yet. Um, here, okay. I'm going to throw a I'm going to throw an oddball at you guys. We keep talking about them. All right, oh, the arrow bow. Oh, arrow bow. Arrow bow, paintball compound bow. Uh, who won the last one? I did. You all did. Oh right. Who won the one before that? I did. He did. <laughs> Gavin, what do you think? Seven hundred dollars, Bob. Now, does the fact that there's camouflage duct tape giving you more value or less value is the uh, question. It was the hat hanging up the top. Oh, that's true. It's a flat brim bow hunter What hat. about the unicycle in the background? That's not for sale. <laughs> Joe, what are you thinking? How come I... He, did he go first? I yeah. said 700 Oh, shit. George uh, Hay <laughs> says three, 325 Henry uh, Lumley, 800 bucks, And Francis World Bird says 700 bucks. Bob. What did you say, Gavin? $700. <laughs> i am going to say like 330 Ryan McGee, 567. 699 says Francis, Tracy Santos and Vicky Brown, <laughs> 650. None of us can talk today. What is going on? I know, on? it's terrible. This is like the worst, worst show. Yeah. Do you have a case of the Mondays? Oh, yeah. yeah. The coffee machine was broken in the office. Let's go morning. to Chatsky's. Yeah. You need more flair, though. <laughs> Peter, it's only uh, 10 o'clock. Uh, what are you thinking, uh, Josh? 750. I want you to want to have more flair. <laughs> uh, this I have 15 pieces, are you sure? <laughs> uh, Jimmy Churchill came very close. Billy Keats, you went just over. This sold for $411. Uh, so who got it? Joe. I, I did. <laughs> you did it. You said All like, right, Matt, what's the score? Gavin's just said he's won every round, so I don't know why I go by Gavin. All right. Gavin you said like $600. <laughs> okay, we'll do this one super quick, and then we'll end this segment Everyone right here. Everyone used that super quick. Well, let's super quick. Gavin, go. He's, uh, <laughs> we didn't even tell what it is. Carney. Carney. Let's go. But it's an E1. 350. 
Okay, so it's not an E2. Hmm. It's an E1 STO Carney. Joe, what are you thinking? What did you say, Gavin? <laughs> Make up something. A thousand dollars. No, he did. Three fifty. <laughs> Four fifty. That's where our bandwidth went. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, what are you thinking? Six hundred. Six hundred. Uh, Mike Holstrom, five hundred. George, hey, six fifty. And Bill Scribner, probably the closest of all, yeah, nine fifty. Yeah, probably closer to a thousand. Eleven hundred and fifty-four dollars. Wow. wow. eBay makes no sense, ladies and gentlemen. Nope. Um, if Zero. you guys are watching us live on Facebook, we are gonna eventually, in a few minutes, say goodbye to you. If you're listening to us on our podcast, don't go anywhere because the after show starts momentarily. Uh, thank you, Gavin, for being on the show, and thank you for always winning. Yeah, I, I'm the champion. Of the world. <laughs> really? uh, thank you so much for having me, folks. Thank you for tuning in. Hit like and share. But if you are in the podcast world, we're not actually leaving. We're continuing, so stay listening. Yeah. Uh, Joe Kimson from Flaggers, thank you for being on the show. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Watching Beautiful Behind the Bunker, Monday nights at 8. Don't forget to get registered for the Revenge Battle Royale Part 2 at Flaggers, October 5th and 6th. Sunday's the MAG-Fed only game, and Saturday is the traditional big game. So we'll see you soon. And make sure you sign up for the team Gavin and I are playing on. Who are you playing for this year? I don't know. All right. Excellent. Roll the dice. Decide day of. Roll the dice. Um, Thank you to all of you that have been watching tonight. We really appreciate you guys checking out us every week. Uh, If it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be able to be on the air. So thank you very much. And uh, thank you, Josh, for being on the show. Yep. Thanks for coming, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. And uh, we'll see you all next Monday. Very good. If you guys are listening to our podcast, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back just after this. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. Never happens. Well. Pump soft. Oh, they're all over a shotgun. You don't think airsoft pump genre would ever materialize? That's a shotgun. Why are we even talking about this? No, but think about it because the. No, I don't want to. (laughs) That's why I'm trying to move on. They've already had Springers, right? And that didn't take off very well. They were cheap alternative, right? You had to cock each time and shoot. The Springers? Springers. Yeah. Uh, But that, yeah, that was sort of an entry level into airsoft, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Let's well. Let me say this outright right now. Airsoft is a I, I don't know if you know a sport or a game that has no zero original ideas. What are you talking about? Zero. That's all I'm going to leave it at. Why? Because I want to. <laughs> um, looking across the table here, guys, I'm looking at a uh, a cup of pens, a Tipman mug that has keep calm and carry a magnet. Is that TCR. one mine? I don't I know. Can't this is fine. Mine. Well, if you want, you can have it. It's been in the studio for the last several years. Well, it's holding all our Hyatt hotel. Pens. They're not. That's all right. They're not. But all wh- fifty of them. I was just thinking, when was the last time a gun was released that had that many sort of or that much sort of oomph behind it? The resurrection. Like they had a date it was scheduled. It was going to be at Extravaganza. They had swag. They had T-shirts. They had fanfare. They had a certain time that it was coming out. Yeah, that's true. Now the Lux X had the same thing and the Lux Ice did, but not as much fanfare to the point where like Tipman had mugs and t-shirts and grab bags for those that were coming yeah, and awesome. uh, discount coupons and they actually had several models for people to, to touch and play with and I don't know, was there any other like am I am I just being daft? Is there other 
I did some stuff with some of their guns when they when they first came out. I shouldn't say that because the Shocker and the Lux both had a lot of some pretty fanfare. Oh, you know what was the big one that I forgot? We were waiting to get to World Cup, racing to the field because we wanted to be there for the 11 o'clock release of the Empire Vanquish. No one knew anything about it. They teased it several weeks before, and that and that you got to the booth. There was a hundred people at the booth, maybe a little bit more, and they had a big screen, and they played this video, and it was like this hair raising. This is the newest blah 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 and then they slowly started showing pictures of it and then they released it and then as soon as they did that they unveiled these showcases that had the the vanquishes in it i, oh, I yeah, that, that was, was pretty that good was pretty well done that was pretty well done no fireworks or anything like that but I, i'm just looking at the, the again the tcr they had like swag already done the vanquish had like keychains and stuff like that so i guess they had some yeah. The least fanfare for the best gun release that I was that that I was expecting was the re the Resurrection. I thought there'd be way more fanfare for the Resurrection, but um, you know what? That goes back to what Simon was saying last week. I think they really dropped the ball on that. Um, because he said there was a lot a of people there that were fighting him on it, right? But it wasn't a it, belief. He said product. it was ready to go. Yeah. Years before, right? Yeah. Um, I. I don't have any comment about whether certain industry people are narrow focused where they put all their eggs in one basket and think the grass is greener on one side of the sport than the other. I won't make any comment about that. How oh. come? <laughs> because. Can I? Yes. No, I, I get it. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. What, what what was your favorite product release? I think the Vanquish, now that I'm thinking about it, that was a surprise. They did a pretty good job for the Defender. Oh, I, I don't think so. I, I think it was more uh, the actual retail stores, um, the individuals who got yeah, behind I it. Guess yeah, so. yeah. Actual, I, I agree I, on I mean, that. I, I find that when we go to Extravaganza, there's the odd thing that we stumble across in a booth, and it's like, oh, like Matt. Turn around one day, and all of a sudden, he just slaps me in the shoulder, and he goes, look, and he points in the corner. And there, in the corner of the booth, down near the floor, oh, is man. the recreation of the Revy. Yeah, yeah. It and back. it's like no one knew. Yeah, I remember Why? that. Why? Then they then they killed it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I no, like I think you can still get it. I like the reloader B. Yeah. <laughs> but what about the yeah, surprise release? Nobody knew that at Paintball Extravaganza they were going to release this. They didn't even know it released it the first day. They released it the second day. And it was the Angel Eyes second coming, the E2 or whatever they called it. And remember, they were going to release it and they were... They were advertising that it was going to come back because First Strike bought it. I think it was First Strike that bought them or Gorilla, but fir First Strike. And uh, no, they had it was Tiberius at the time. That's right. Yeah. And uh, they were going to re-release them, uh, but again, inevitably they had problems with C. Uh, what is it? Oh, ASTM, ASTM maybe yeah. or something. Yeah, they spent I, I don't a know. Lot of money on ASTM. It's, it's yeah. ASTM for paintball goggles. But yeah. either way, whatever happened, but I, it was I, the, whatever it happens, was the happens. most uncomfortable goggle you possibly could have put on your face. Did you try it on? I did. And I've got pictures of me wearing it as well. I don't know where they are. It was I, awful. There was a uh, pain. Um, PB Nation had a resurgence. They posted a picture of it the other day and uh, got people chatting about it again. And uh, that's what got me thinking about. And I went yeah, to I go look for, for for pictures of my, myself wearing it, but I, 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 I yeah, I lost track. I of remember it. putting it on, going, "What the fuck is going on?" Neat looking. Yeah. 
Well, I wouldn't say not, neat. Uh, neat. I'm not saying it was a gorgeous goggle. It was definitely different. And very I think different. that's the big yeah. thing behind it. It's it was very, just yeah. The push goggle like has, that weird similar, has some similar exactly. lines to the angel eyes. The push goggle, although the push goggle is super comfortable. Yeah. It's yeah. far more uh, pleasing to the eye than the angel yeah. eyes were. Yeah. I say the push goggle and the EVS are probably on par, but then you also can't get away from JT. If you've ever been, wore a JT goggle, yep. I don't know how you could get away from them. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and I, and I want to say uh, thank you to Gavin for the introduction of a TV show last week or a couple weeks ago that I started watching. And it's called, what is it, Gavin? Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom on Netflix. If you get a chance to watch that, I would highly recommend it. Are you watching it. the third season now? I haven't even had a chance to. I fall asleep at like 9 o'clock. I swear. Yeah. It's different. Okay. Do they have a different director? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I watched episode number one, so I'm aware of... Okay. So you know that at least. Yeah. But okay. In season two, at the end of every show, you're like, what? Yeah. I gotta watch again. This next season, I think I'm five or six episodes in. And I've only done that once. Okay. I, so I'm getting it's, it's sick. It's a little different. But I'm getting sick of these shows that you get into, and then two or three seasons in, they change their format, and it just becomes horrible. Like, how many how many seasons of something have you watched, and then all of a sudden given up because the, the, the formula changes or something about it Well, changed. I always wait for the jump the shark moment. <laughs> the jump the shark <laughs> yes, moment. Yes, that always gets me. Or the like, new extra character, somebody's cousin. Yeah. Uh, what about when Poochie gets uh, yeah, Poochie. added to it? Poochie, yeah. that's what I was talking about. <laughs> I like it when they replace different actors for the same character. Oh, but they don't say anything about yes, it. Yes, everybody in their living room is looking around like, what the hell? But everybody on the show is interacting yeah, yeah. like it's the same person. Name a show where that actually happens. Roseanne. Like, yes. Roseanne happened. Yeah, but I, uh, that's the one I had, but I thought maybe there'd be something more relevant. Uh, I don't know. Someone was saying, okay, so Roseanne got canned, canned from her own show, right? The but reincarnation. Yeah, but the reincarnation. But then they kept going with the reincarnation. That show is still, by TV standards right now, hitting phenomenal uh, markets, apparently. I've never seen it, but it's apparently doing really, really well. Hmm. But, what is um, uh, The Roseanne Show. Oh, that's brutal. But um, does anyone have... How many people in this room have and actually watch cable? I do not. I still have it, but we don't watch it. It's something that I keep... It's the bane of my existence. Every month when the bill comes in, I keep saying, we, I, we, watch, cancel we watch a fair amount of network TV. I cannot stand paying that much money for something I only use for a couple hours, maybe an hour, yeah. maybe two hours a day, yeah. when I could pay nine ninety nine in Netflix and watch whatever so the hell I want when I want. Buy Netflix subscription and buy a Hulu subscription. Hulu's apparently a lot of TV stuff was on Hulu. I'm hearing a lot of rumblings about Amazon Prime too. Amazon Prime's not bad. I think the only thing that I watch my cable for is HBO. If I could find another way to stream HBO, I, I, I would. Um, I was listening to an interview with uh, late night talk show. He does a karaoke car. Jimmy Kimmel? Corbin. Corbin. Thank you. Oh, Corbin. Um, and they were talking about his ratings and his numbers. And uh, he's in the millions for every view. But then they started talking about Johnny Carson. Back when Johnny Carson was live, he would get like 50 to 60 million people watching his show. Oh, late night shows are dead. But but what I'm saying is back when there was no other choices, Correct. right? So Johnny Correct. Carson would get 50, 60 million, and now a Super Bowl will only get, you know, whatever. 
but back when they only had like six channels or whatever it is, I'm exaggerating. But now these shows are there. Like Corbin is living off his internet viewers to in order to keep his show going because he's getting almost more hits on YouTube for all of his his skits than he is on his actual that, main show. Like the convenience factor of internet over cable is astronomical. It doesn't hold a candle in the wind to saying, okay, I got to be home at a very specific time at this date, like whatever. Remember, um, TiVo came out. It was huge. Why? Because you could record your stuff. And you didn't have to rush home yeah. to catch. So I never Do figured your kids? out the VCR, yeah. how you can record when you work <laughs> home. Never yeah. did. And then you find out you recorded over your kid's graduation or your yeah. wedding. or. Something. But your kids, do any of them understand the fact that they have to wait for something to watch? Like... None of my kids have ever had to wait for a program or anything to come on because anything they ever wanted was either already on a DVD or that we owned or it was a YouTube or a Netflix thing. My you know, kids like don't uh, watch TV. Daughter grew up with the on-demand generation, right? So yeah. like, if it wasn't, if you missed it, you can always replay it on demand. I remember waiting to see if uh, the Dukes of Hazard car actually snapped in half. I had to wait till the next Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Did Roscoe actually catch him this time? Did Boss oh. Hog eat all the wings? How's Batman going to get out of this sticky situation? <laughs> With a piff and a pow and a zat. Zoink and a, and a <laughs> Zoink. And his bat belt. Yeah, well, he wouldn't have got away with it if it wasn't for the meddling kids. Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Remember, I remember watching like Flintstones and you rush home to watch them at lunch and you'd be praying for like a new one or one that you haven't seen before. It's like, no, here's a rerun again. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Speaking of great cartoons, yeah. Mike Tyson mysteries. I've seen that a few all. of those. They're pretty <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, summer yep. hit and miss. Good. Yeah. That is all. What? No, BoJack. BoJack, I love BoJack. Uh, so there's another yeah. one. No. First season was good. Second season, third season, or whatever it was, it just, I don't know. It lost its. You know what? After watching Archer, though, they all just seem like they're trying to copy it. Copy Archer? Yeah, uh, I, 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 I just, I don't know. I feel that way. Yeah. No, Bojack is something totally different. And there was different. absolutely zero paintball talk. Yeah, yeah there right. was. Started there with there was. Then, yeah, we did. And then. then oh, can we talk about sports for one second? Yeah. I, so they, the guys in the office had it up on one of the screens, the parade in Toronto. Yes. And it showed a picture of the Toronto coach. And now, admittedly, I know Nurse. very, very little about basketball. Okay. But it said that he is the ninth rookie coach in the NBA to win a championship. That's interesting. So I mean out of all the NBA championships, now I don't know how many there have been. It's probably like 50 but I or thought 75 it was five years worth. Yeah, so I, f I assumed around fifty. So I thought like okay, so one out of five times a rookie the coach that wins is a rookie? Does that not seem really weird to you? But then, really how much coaching does he do compared to the the players versus uh, yeah, and like I said, I don't know much about basketball at all, but like I know for a fact that's that I think in hockey it's happened twice, and the Stanley Cup's been around for years. But it's not like years. you know, like he he lost his job at Walmart and put an application. Well, in. yeah, that's <laughs> what I was thinking too. He's probably he has coached some, some NCAA. He's probably not a a, a, a slump player. or anything, right? He's a professional player. But I just I thought it was odd that they said you know ninth rookie coach to win a championship in the NBA. But if I have to listen to another person say that the Leafs won a game in game six and whatever, and then exact number of years later, the Jays won the sixth game in the series, oh, and right. now the Raptors win the sixth game. Yeah. No, they're, they're just pulling numbers. It's, it's a stretch. Yeah. Who cares about the Leafs? 
<laughs> not this guy. <laughs> not this guy. All right. All right, guys. We're gonna go. We're gonna leave, but uh, we need to get one last recommend or uh, review. Joe, how about your new headphone microphone? I I like I like it. Uh, the mic has always been close. I've been able to move around and fidget a little bit and still. Joe left the room for a while. Communicate. <laughs> most <laughs> most consistent mic work tonight. Most consistent mic work. I, I think it's a winner. It's, and it's, comfortable. A, it's a sensitive mic because we went to the washroom. Clearly, your prostate issues That's cleared right. up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, you can want? hear him washing his hands, eh? No, they're winners. Yeah, very good. All right, well, thanks again, everyone, for listening. Any other final words, guys? Nope. Join us no. in. All the right. Revenge. We are. Yeah, the Revenge, guys. Don't forget, this October. Uh, other than that, guys, thank you very much for watching. See you next week. <laughs>